On this episode of Cutting Through the Noise, Kyle is joined by Mike Murawski from Hanyaker Design. They talk about what it looks like to make connections in your community, what he's learned through his career in design, and what you need to know if you're looking to work with a designer. We're live with Cutting Through the Noise, and here we are with Mike Murawski. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's good, great to be here. Really excited to have you. Well, thanks. Um, and you, you come to our office today from a Google search that I did here in Missoula, and I said, you know, I'm looking for some talented people that would bring some insight to our podcast, specifically in the world of design. Uh, and so I was looking for Missoula design and, you know, graphic design, and I came across your website and thought, here's someone who seems to have dabbled in just about every large, growing, growth business there is in Missoula in the last 20 years. Um, so I guess with that quick intro, sure. uh, maybe it'd be helpful if you introduce ourself to yourself to your listeners and or to our listeners and go from there. Sure, sure. Uh, well, my name is Mike Murawski, as we we covered that already a little yeah. bit, and uh, the head creative and bottle washer at Honyaker Design. North American Division. Sweet. Um, yeah, we do it all there, and and by we, I, I mean me. And uh, yeah. uh, there's always a different uh, iron in the fire there. Um, we do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, design, logo design, you name it, but and many different styles. Right. Know? So that's that's part of the fun. And you mentioned just before the podcast that you're. You know, your career kind of started here in Missoula uh, in an interesting way. Can you describe for our listeners what that way sure, is? Sure, sure. Well, the first part was uh, leaving beautiful Helen, Montana to go yeah. to, to design school. Um, so I went to school in Colorado at one of the design schools, which are, are now, I believe, mostly defunct, um, which is kind of interesting. So that enabled <laughs> me to come back to Montana, which, which I really want to do, and work in ski shops and bike shops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it took me years of... of uh, uh, doing that, and finally, by building my portfolio and working on my skill set, uh, a good guy here in Missoula hired me. His name is Rob Reisman at the shirt shop, and so um, I kind of cut my teeth on doing graphic design for for Rob in the screen print industry, um, and it was crazy. It was super fast paced and yeah. and deadline driven, and really a lot of fun. And he's a he was a character, and he. Uh, he gave me my first shot at design, so that was was great. Super cool. Yeah, and the shirt shop. So people think shirt shop, screen printing. You print a design, or you take a design from a file and you put it on a shirt. It seems like there's more to it than that. <clears throat> there really, there really is. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I think when uh, I interviewed for the position, I thought exactly the same thing. Like this is this is going to be pretty hokey, but mm-hmm. you know, it's also better to be employed than than sure. not employed. But uh. You learn pretty quick, uh, quick deadlines, and technically, printing on T-shirts is is far more difficult than uh, web design or not necessarily web design, but designing for the web as hmm. far as RGB versus printing CMYK on uh, nice glossy flat white paper is is way easier than printing on a a, so. a, a fabric, a textile, and having it, it turn out good. So. That's really interesting. And so, start at the shirt shop. Mm-hmm. And what was your next step? Next step was 
so there was a, a budding industry back in the mid-90s, and that was the craft brewing industry. And, and Big Sky Brewing, who is a juggernaut here in, in Montana and, and the western state, United States, uh, opened up shop right across from the, the shirt shop. And as, oh, wow. as luck may be, we did a bunch of design for them and, and kept them happy. And they said, hey, you should come on over here and work for us. And so I had a very... Uh, amicable uh, split from the shirt shop and, and hung yeah. my hat on the Big Sky Brewing uh, hook for, Very cool. for for a long time, decade plus. It can sometimes be tough to make a transition like that mm-hmm. in, a, in a town like Missoula. I mean, Missoula has blossomed and grown sure. quite a bit since the 90s, but I would imagine, you know, everybody kind of knows everybody. Even today, it seems like a you know small enough town where talented people, they, you know, people know who they are and they get constant recommendations and, but it's it can be tough to move from one place to another especially when it's directly across the street sure sure but it sounds like uh all all ties were, were made uh, yeah, yeah yeah we're all still all still friends that's good yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah so big sky brewing and you mentioned the budding industry was it in the 90s or was it they were on the very early side they uh they started in 1995 they did their legwork a little bit before that um okay and that's a whole that's a whole nother story yeah um how those guys started and and you can find that story um but yeah they did a lot of upfront work before there was even any hardware or brewing industry stuff purchased they made t-shirts and sold you know really got, got investors based on their t-shirt uh, designs so sort of they like did a, a fundraising campaign maybe. oh it's yeah. it's a hilarious hilarious story that oh, those guys awesome. are even we'll have to get them in at some point absolutely cool yeah yeah and and so at what point during this did you say you know hey the shirt shop is a paycheck i'm gonna go there get paid and it turns out hey you're learning a ton about design and about graphic design about branding marketing um at what point did you say this is something that i might want to do uh, as a career, or was that at the shirt shop? You know, that's a that's a great question. I'm not sure I have the uh, cut and dried answer, mm-hmm. but uh, I always liked design. I've always yeah. been attracted to it. You know, in high school, I was the kid who um, would draw on the margins of my test paper and mm-hmm. get kind of get in trouble for it. And um, the Scantrons didn't like the the designs through the bubbles. Is that what you're they saying? They just <laughs> didn't like me doing anything out of the box. Got it. You know, and so. Um, again, I grew up in Helena, not to slight Helena, but uh, uh, the high school system didn't exactly uh, cultivate uh, creative, uh, out-of-the-box thinking. So mm-hmm. for me, it was great to get to design and, and to draw and to, to, to let loose on that creative a little bit. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And so design, you thought, okay, this is something that I really enjoy doing. At what point did you, did you realize, I'm actually kind of good at this design hmm. thing? I think I'm still I'm still in that process still, a little bit. It's still, it's still learning. Always be learning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, luckily, at Big Sky, we we had a great team of people who. It sounds like maybe it's a lot like here. Well, we don't know how to do that. Let's let's do it anyway. Let's, let's learn how to do it, and right. then and we could we can figure it out. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, failure is not the worst thing. Um, you learn a lot by. Trying and failing, and then trying and failing, and trying and succeeding. It's a it's a great lesson for yeah. life. Yeah. And speaking of trying and taking risks, you had this long illustrious career at Big Sky, and then it sounds like four years ago you were telling me, "Hey, we're gonna try this thing uh, solo. <laughs> we're gonna take the leap, the entrepreneurial leap." Yeah. I think yeah. as Reed Hoffman says, you 
jump off the cliff and build a parachute on the way down. Uh, that's probably uh, that's probably a great way to put it. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, like we we touched on the subject earlier. Change is always uh, can be terrifying and mm-hmm. but also very good for you. You know, life without risk is what I don't know. What is that? You know, mm-hmm. you've got a safety is a misnomer. Um, so yeah, four years ago I said let's go ahead and hang this shingle out and and see how this is going to work. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of my family and yeah. But, I, uh, I think there's a saying, uh, people overestimate the downside of risk. So they're always thinking, okay, if, if you decide to leave, this these are all the terrible things that could happen. Sure. Without sure. without weighing the other side, which is, hey, there's some, there's some definite positives here too, which it sounds like you weighed. Sure. Um, let's talk about risk as it applies to design and maybe a time when you you were drawing outside the box and you went outside the lines and maybe it didn't work out <laughs> and you said okay this design I'm confident in maybe you presented or you pitched the idea and it it just kind of flopped do you have any stories I do like that? I do uh, there's one that, that that comes to mind and this was it was during my tenure at, at Big Sky in fact it might have even been the first several weeks as I've been hired on and and, and I was lucky enough that that my direct for lack of a better term, supervise. My boss was mm-hmm. was the, one of the co-founders and super shooting from the hip, loosey goosey kind of guy. We had to do. They were Big Sky Brewing was releasing a, a new beer, um, so I came up with this this ad concept. Congratulations, it's a beer, and so we did some Photoshop ads, and we had the surgeon in lieu of a, a newborn baby being slapped. He was holding a six pack. Then we right. carried on. We we carried it on from from baby announcement to birth to from ultrasound baby baby announcement ultrasound to birth, um, and we did all these images. And these are like print ads or print, print ads yeah, for okay. uh, local newspaper. Yeah. Um, local newspapers. Uh, that uh, yeah. And we thought they were hilarious. These are great. They're funny. Uh-huh. We released them. And so they were printed. They were. Oh yeah, they were these printed. Were, okay. This made it out of the conference room. This made it out of the conference room. And granted, there may have been only two sets of eyes on it, and we said, and neither of us saw, <laughs> failed to see any of the uh, the downsides of this this ad campaign. But but sure enough, there were people out there who got did, and we just got lambasted, oh, like, um, and rightfully so. Was I think. it the alcohol in the hospital? It kind was fetal of alcohol feedback? syndrome. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you name it. There was a long laundry list of of, of fails on that one, and and yeah. uh, we looked at each other and. And we're like, hmm. Well, that sure didn't work. That I mean, one. In fact, uh, uh, some of the investors said, "We will pull our money if you, you know, continue, you know, you continue down this road." Or oh, wow. that's not. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible yeah. fail. You know, understanding Missoula too. I I tell the story. So I've got a ten-month-old baby girl uh, in the delivery room. The doctor is wearing a kettle house hoodie pullover. <laughs> And so sort of similar. I'm sure some people probably look at that and say, this is problematic, but I think it's, there, there is, you can, you can find the humor in it. Sure. I can see how, yeah, that's a good story. Of a, it can almost be endearing. Maybe you know, we like should have brought a couple more people in to look at it. Sure. Yeah. 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 But that was a horrible fail. Well, but. let's, let's pivot into the, the one of the, a big success, a big win. I guess oh, we geez. should have started there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well you know how you yeah. get bad news, but, uh, right. uh, geez, some of the good ones, for some reason, Big Sky Brewing just comes, she's keeps coming back to the, the top of the list. But yeah, we we built that brand, and again, team effort, all these creatives, and 
it, it would be a, a matter of us sitting around a conference table, five or six, you know, people who none of them are truly what I would call air quote educated in, in the field of branding, but um, uh, we know what we like and, and we, we would do some just what I thought were great in in that a lot of these kids grew up in Montana, and I say kids, they're, they're in their mid-40s now, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, and we always, we always came back to the, our Montana roots and, and things that we found, thought were truly Montana-isms is what we called them. Um, you know, hold my beer and watch this, uh, chained right. up on all four, and all these different local sayings and, and iconic imagery, and, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like we really did a good job of building a great brand that still still going strong today. Well, that amazingly resonates well outside the state. Sure, you know, sure. You, you have this you have this language that is used, like you said, hey, hold my beer, watch this, and chain up on it. And I, I think now, is it in all 50 states? It, it's not. There's, uh, you know. A couple holdouts. Well, there was a time when our friends, our, our neighbors to the north, Canada, um, there's a large brewery up there that brewed a, a moose-type beer in a green bottle, and they still do, um, they took exception with the, the name Moose Rule. Mm. And so they said, yeah, you, you can't use that. That's, that's going to um, create confusion in the marketplace. So there was a, a long, I believe it was a nine-year legal battle. Oh, wow. And part of the, the deal was that it will not be distributed, uh, I believe it was east of the Mississippi or the yeah, I think that's true. So wow. Big Sky is in 27 states at least, I think, okay. now. And I don't know if that number's going up or, or, or if it's a, a set number. But, yeah. Cool. Um, let's talk about design from a marketing standpoint. Okay. Uh, so we here at Pintler Group work with some companies that get to that stage where they say, okay, I know I've reached product market fit. My customers love my product. Um, but when I got started, I just sort of slapped a logo down that my nephew drew I put together a website on one of the content management systems that is, you know, five bucks a month, and I should probably revisit this. I don't have a brand guide. I don't, I, I don't know where to start with a logo, um, and I've got, you know, I, I've got a pretty decent-sized budget, but where do you recommend someone like that start from a design standpoint and just thinking about their product? And maybe we can come up with a fake product if that would be helpful or if you have some advice oh, just out the gate. <clears throat> well, again, I... I always, I'm not sure I'm the guy to talk to on all aspects of that, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I've had clients come in with, you know, anything from A to Z, a, a stick figure on a cocktail napkin to just, mm-hmm. ex- and that happens exactly what you said. My cousin's got a computer. He can do it. Sure. Uh, sure he can. Um, <laughs> right. So I usually start with clients saying, I'm like, well, what do your customers say? What's the story that they are, they're saying about you and get some feedback from them and mm-hmm. what are some of the key key takeaways that your your customer might have and what's a story that you want your customer to tell. It's not what story you're telling yeah. necessarily, in my opinion, but um, so I just have them do, this sounds ridiculous sometimes, but like a Pinterest board of like, these are the logos I like, yeah. this is the typography I like, I'm attracted to this color palette and mm-hmm. just kind of feed all this stuff into a hopper and neck it down. Each week we'd neck it down and meet and co-pilot, I feel like sitting side by side on a computer, once we get the preliminary sketches done and comps, I can get more done in 15 minutes co-piloting with a client than I can in three days of email exchanges. Really? Um, so co-pilot literally sitting next to them? Depending on the client, yeah. Sure. Not all but of us are qualified located. to fly this airplane. Right, but, uh, <laughs> right. But a lot of them, right. 
actually are and you can move things around and, and get the client happy and get to a place where you feel like a solid design and yeah um yeah i like your note about talking to customers uh, i think there's des trainer of intercom this giant customer service uh platform it's a big software he he tells people you know you got to talk to your customers and people say well how do i know what my customers want and he says, well, have you tried asking them? Or how do you know what your customer, how do I know what my customer's stories are? And he says, have you tried asking them? And it's like this mind-blowing experience. Oh, that's a great idea, but it's hard. It's yeah, hard absolutely. to sometimes yeah, lift your head up and say, okay, I've got to talk to the people who are paying for my product. Absolutely, yeah. Um, even as an agency, you know, asking your customer, hey, what can we be doing better? What do you like about the services we're providing and what what can be improved? Sure. And it's amazing. People say, hey, thanks for asking. Yeah, here's where you're crushing it and here's where there are some gaps. Right. You learned a ton. Brutal honesty. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so what about the flip side? If I'm just getting started and I reach out and say, hey, I need a logo. I need a website. I need brand palette colors. I need the Pinterest boards. I need it all. <laughs> Do you say slow down or is that a good time to get started? Well, you know, I just, again, I, I try to be upfront and, and I shoot from the hip. It's super loosey goosey. I have clients come in and, and, they might have a super long laundry list like you just mentioned, or they might just be, I just need a logo and I can do everything else on my own from mm-hmm. there. You know, and I try to say, are you sure that's what you want to do? And and sometimes yeah. they, they, they are sure and they do a fine job and sometimes not so great. But mm-hmm. um, I just try to educate them about what, what the pitfalls and the, what can go wrong if you do that. And um, man, I'm trying to think of a, a recent example of somebody who uh, who didn't know what they wanted. But yeah, usually trying to find what their likes are and dislikes yeah. and, and, and just you can kind of tailor fit it to them. I mean, everybody's different. Sure. You know, one person's logo does not look like another person's logo, and, and rightfully so. Different industries, mm-hmm. you know, everybody drives a different car. Everybody, you know, there's right. room for all types and styles. But Do you think there's an argument to be made that maybe your business is even too young to worry about a logo, or do you think it – Day one, you should have some sort of brand identity. Well, that's like asking a, a barber if you need a haircut. I mean, I I, yeah, uh, right. I I would say, yeah, I think a logo is important. Even yeah. it doesn't have to be the stars and the moon, but mm-hmm. something that's something solid. That, and yep. you, you, you make up the, the consumer, in my opinion, makes up their mind instantly when they see a logo. Is, is this business legit? Mm-hmm. Is it not? Oh, geez, that logo's hinky. You know, I don't know if I'm going to call them. What's... What's this other? It's like shopping for wine. Yeah. Well, that's a sweet label. I don't know anything about the wine, but I like that label. Absolutely, um, right. So it, it, it gets their attention, I yeah. guess. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. And it's, in a lot of ways, that is the snap judgment that people are making. This this looks like a logo made by a nephew. Right. <laughs> you know, pass. Right. It yeah. says something about the quality. And uh, it, in a market like Missoula, you see a lot of that. You see a lot of those logos that the business owner drew himself on Word or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, other advice that you would have maybe for somebody who is just getting started in, you know, they're getting out of high school or maybe they're their first year of college and they say, you know, I'm really, I feel like design is something that I'm really interested in. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of skills I have, but it's something I want to explore more. Um, you mentioned design school as sort of a fading trend. Right. Um, but what would you recommend for somebody who says, hey, Mike, what, what advice would you have for me? I'm a freshman in college. I'm undecided, but I really like graphic design. Oh, man. I would say 
yeah, just expose yourself to as much design as you, good design as you can. Mm -hmm. um, if that's something you enjoy, um, man, it used to be subscribed to, you know, CA uh, magazines or those days are gone, but just look at good design. And, and mm -hmm. if you like that, then just keep feeding that fire. And, and uh, there's tons of good design schools. Bozeman has a great program. Yeah. You know, there's a lot regionally and nationally, but cool. Um, and draw. You know. And draw. Get, yeah. Well, there's a lot of folks now who have grown up not picking up a pencil and, and being able to illustrate. And I think that's a that's a great skill to have that's that's also going away. Mm -hmm. Just just plain old drawing. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And um, what about the business that is looking for a designer? Or, you know, maybe a full time person or a contracting person like yourself. Uh, what questions should that company be asking of a potential design hire hmm that's a to maybe vet them or should it just be based on a portfolio or what are your thoughts there boy that's a tough one I'm not yeah. sure you know these days if I were a business owner that wasn't a design designer and I was looking for a designer I think I would just want to see you know everything's web-based for the most part like mm -hmm. let's see if this guy's legit or this gal's legit um, let's look at her portfolio online and see if their style maybe is something that complements my business or they have the ability to do that sort of style. Um, that's a tough question. I'm not sure. Yeah, because yeah. it is, again, that snap judgment. Okay, I like mm -hmm. their style, but maybe that designer is gifted and can pivot on a dime. And Absolutely. If you're looking for something different, I can do that. Yeah, typically on my end, I like to sit down and meet with clients Mm -hmm. And just lay it out there, like, and see if we're a good fit both ways. I, you know, um, it's a it's a tennis match. You're giving and taking, and you're volleying ideas back and forth. And there's times where you've got to fire the client, and yeah. there's times where the client has to fire the designer, and mm -hmm. that's that's just the way it the ball bounces. Sure, yeah. sure. Biggest windfall after leaving Big Sky, maybe not windfall, but biggest. Just okay. I'm really glad that. When, when you said, hey, it's been four years since leaving full-time world, full-time entrepreneur, what's been one of the reasons that you've said I made the right decision? Oh, man, I think I think that numbers in several aspects of, of just quality of life, like ability to take time off for family and flexibility. And this is going to sound, it's the simple things, but walking across the street and getting a really good cup of coffee um, and seeing people and engaging them in person on the streets and kind of the Missoula that I moved to um, mm -hmm. oh so long ago. And those are the aspects of the feeling of community. I think that's been a real um, a bonus. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I kind guess, of, yeah. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say kind of a rambling answer, but No, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. The, the Across the street, good cup of coffee, and then you just, hey, if you meet someone that you want to have a 30-minute sure. conversation with, just there right, it is. right, yeah. absolutely, yeah. What's your favorite coffee joint in Missoula? Ooh, this can't say, can't, can't say, can't. too many good ones. To too it. many good ones. Okay, yeah. well we've got Drum right down the street. That's a that's a, that's been a good success for us. Absolutely, it mattered a lot to uh, our location <laughs> selection here. Sure, but there are definitely a lot of good ones. There is. Um, Mike, can you tell people how if they're interested in learning more about you, how they can find you? Uh, probably the easiest way to either do a Google search for Honyaker Design, which we were just talking about is, is a goofy, crazy name. Memorable. Memorable, memorable or yeah. not. <laughs> Perhaps not. <laughs> uh, we'll link it up. That's an easy one. But it, yeah, yeah. com. Do a search. I'm right. I'm the only one other than a furniture maker in South Dakota. 
That's it. Pretty funny, yeah. So we'll find you if we yeah, search yeah, for it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And your sort of the lane that you travel best in, if somebody's looking for design work, branding, graphic design, what would you say, hey, if you're looking for this, I'm, I'm the guy for you? I think logos are definitely the the A tier on my uh, cool. on my pyramid, but uh, I dabble in about everything, you know? Great. Yeah. Cool. There it is, folks. Right. Mike, thanks a lot for being on our uh, being on our episode here. Absolutely, it was my pleasure. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Well, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you.